found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show on a Thursday. Trent Condon and myself are with you. For the next couple of hours, we talk sports with you as we inch our way closer to the run for the roses the first Saturday in May. Who's counting? <laughs> Who's handicapping? I'm in. I'm ready. I'm set. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, 1 o'clock, uh, Jason Lucia is going to join us, one of the owners of Free Drop Billy. Um, the Iowa-owned horse in the race, number two. He's 30-1, to one, so we'll talk to Jason about his horse's chances, and then I'll handicap the race at about one fifteen. But that's tomorrow. Today, Zubin Mahente joins us at 12.20. We'll head to the Twin Cities. Kevin Gorg from Fox Sports North will pick his brain on a, well, a trio of topics. He's the analyst at Canterbury, so we'll get his derby pick. Mm-hmm. He covers the uh, Minnesota Wild all winter long for Fox Sports North, so we'll do a little NHL playoffs. And the Wild are looking for a general manager. They are. I think they've got it narrowed down. They want the uh, the assistant in Nashville. Nashville guy, yeah. Yeah, his name escapes me, but he really essentially built that team. Who's going to get beat tonight? Pretty good blueprint, though. Yeah, really good, a really good blueprint. I'd take that. I would too. As I would a casual too. Casual wild fan, yeah. You know, here's the thing about the wild. Well, more with Kevin later. They got some young guys. Yep. They do. I would, if they had to do it over again, I think maybe one of the reasons they're looking for a new general manager did not handle the expansion draft well. Mm-hmm. I mean, gave up on a kid who played here. Actually, Alex Tuck began his pro career in downtown Des Moines at Wells Fargo when he was he was drafted. Came here and played, uh, you know, a handful of games before he went up last year. It's exactly what they need. They need big, fast. And he was six five, and, he's, and look what he's doing for the uh, uh, Golden Knights. I mean, he's a really big, big impact player for them. Um, so more on the more on more on the playoffs, but I'm sure we'll do a little bit of Minnesota Wild, and then your Twins, Trent. Yeah. Kevin Gorg is now on the Twins beat. Um, boy, your kid Romero, this kid yesterday, he pitches <laughs> you know what off. He did. He's uh, a guy that's been talked about for a while. He's. He wasn't the uber prospect that Barrios was, but so yeah. So help me out with that. So when he when was he drafted, and and was it what, just a case of a light bulb going on later, or maybe not at the pace that they thought would happen? Well, as you watched yesterday, I did. I was he, impressed. Power sinker, and you think of you know power sinker pitchers, everything they throw moves. Mm-hmm. It is you're, it's not a four seamer. It is always a two seamer. That is always downward movement. And because of that, command. That's always been the case. And his command has got better. But he's throwing a sinker at 97 miles an hour. It's not fair. His changeup yesterday was 92. Right. He has a power arm. But for him, it will be how precise can he be. Now, were there injuries along the way for him? He had one. He had one setback. But that's why he's 23. You know, we're not talking about a 20-year-old. But I think more than anything, it's really getting that control, figuring out, what what you're doing with all that movement because it is immense. He's he's fun to watch. Now they'll be the other side. He does a good job too as a sinker ball guy. He really doesn't elevate anything. You look at his numbers throughout the minors, it was always really, really low home run numbers. When he get into trouble, so when he's mm-hmm. walking guys. And even yesterday he walked with three, I think it was. Uh, a couple, yeah. Three or four. And so that but it's also first time seeing him. He's a guy that What was his first major league start? Yes. And you know what I didn't see? Or didn't notice butterflies. No, no. He's 
cool customer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he'll talk a little bit. You know, he stage wasn't too big for him, which was really good to see. I remember, remember Barrios, when he came up, it took a while. Mm-hmm. And the stage was a little bit too big for him. But that's also, he is older, like you mentioned, 23, as opposed mm-hmm. to being 20. That's also a difference there. I, I think, realistically, if you're talking about a, a top flight, 95-win playoff team, he's probably a number three. You know, he's he doesn't have ace-like stuff where he's going to be striking out 280 guys a year or anything like that. But he could be a number three, maybe even a number two, I think, on a really good team. Pencil him in. And it was Barrios, encouraging yesterday, Trent. You're, you're getting there. Yes, getting you there. are. Gonslaves is the next guy that is down in the minors that has been off to a good start that they're excited about. But pitching is there. Hitting has been terrible this year. Hmm. Though. And uh, Brian Dozier has been a big part of that. Has been a good start to the Twins. But at least for an afternoon, a smile on my face. No, yeah, as you should have. I mean, the, the kid played very well yesterday. And, and Toronto's have, uh, look, Toronto was off to a pretty good start. And yeah. he confused them yesterday, that lineup. Uh, you know who's not off to a very good start at all? That's you, Darvish, who the Cubs broke the bank on. And, and yet again, here we go again uh, with Darvish. He's yet to find the win column. He couldn't get out of the fourth, uh, out of the fifth inning yesterday. Um I don't know, Trent. I don't look. They they made their decision. Their decision came down to Jake Arrieta and you, Darvish. And yes, Darvish struck out eight yesterday, so he had that going for him. But he also gave up six runs, five of them earned, three walks, seven hits. You, uh, Darvish, has not been the guy that they thought that they were getting when they, you know, essentially threw the uh, blank check at him uh, because look, they gave him way more money than Jake Arrieta. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't be pleased with the return on investment so far. No, not at all. And go back to, you know, during the playoffs last year, he's tipping his pitches, mm-hmm. but it will be fine. Isn't that what we heard it repeatedly? He'll be fine. Personally, back to my twins just for a moment, but they were also in the free agent mix. I wasn't overly enamored because that was still concerning to me. And it wasn't just tipping pitches physically. It's a guy that's been broken down a few times. Yes, he has. That kind of money, this was going to be the guy that He's comes 31. and replaces what John Lester was three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. This is your next ace. He hasn't been close to that. Nope. And pitch counts have always been an issue with him. Same thing here. Four of his six starts, he hasn't even got through five. No, uh, you're, you're right, Trent. He is the, you know, if you were to rank the starters right now, it's oh. it's Lester, Hendricks, Quintana, Chatwood, then you, Darvish. Right, yeah. Maybe even a significant gap before there, you I think, get to I think there five. is, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's got think, good stuff. Is there? Well, the the fact that he's that he is putting up the strikeout numbers again, eight of them yesterday, tells me that there's there's not a an injury that they're keeping under wraps, right? right? Or that he's not letting on to the training staff that something is nagging him, bugging him because he's putting up the strikeout numbers. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, like you say, you go back to last year in the playoffs, right? And I do think, you know, that he was tipping his pitches. And you know, why would you come out and say that if that wasn't the truth? Right. After you, you're not trying to stick up for this guy or, or, or give him a soft landing. So we'll see. But uh, that was alarming yesterday for the Chicago Cubs team, who up until the last couple of games, I mean, and even the even the loss on what was yesterday, Wednesday, Tuesday night, wasn't. I mean, it was well pitched game. Yeah. Um, and then the starters have been good. The bullpen has been good. You Darvish is not. Jim Hickey, you're on the clock now. Yeah, good point. New pitching coach. Yep. This is hey, you got a hundred and what was a hundred twenty five million dollar mm-hmm. man. Figure it out. Got to figure it out. And, and, and uh, fast. 
<laughs> yes, yes, you do. Good news is everybody else is pitching reasonably well at this point. Bats are going to continue to pick up, you would anticipate, but it's a lot of money invested in an arm. And there's, I mean, Kevin Brown, remember how that I went? Do. Didn't go well. Pitchers overall, not a great investment when guys get into their Mike 30s. Mike Hampton. Oof. Didn't Denny Nagel. Well. Denny Nagel. There, 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 there's a bunch of them. Uh, let's go to uh, hoops from last night. Trent, I, I was dead wrong. I, I thought uh, Houston was, I'm not sure I thought that they were going to sweep Utah, but I thir- certainly thought that they would hold um, home court advantage. And, and last night, my God, I mean, give Utah credit. I guess, right? Yes, you have to. You have to. And this has always been my concern with this Houston team. And it's Chris Paul and James Harden. They're not they have not historically been good in the playoffs. Yeah. And oh, it's new, they're together, all mm-hmm. this stuff, but the baggage baggage stays with you for a long time. And you continue to see these games. Harden's had had a couple of awful performances against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. T Wheels weren't up to the task, but d- does this feel but different? But then, then he flipped a switch and he, he, and he did. just went off. He did. Does this feel different? I think Utah is better than, than Minnesota. But not good enough no, to win No, it, no, no, they? I don't think so. No, okay. and I don't think they're even significantly better uh, than Minnesota. Um, I really like Capella in the middle. This guy's really good player. But Nene gave them more <laughs> against the T-Wolves. He didn't give him anything last night off the bench. Right. Um, Ariza was god awful last night. Were you like me and said Nene's still in the league? Well, I was kind of. Boy's a big man, isn't he? <laughs> Boy, he's a load. He. When did Denver draft him? Oh, oh my god, two thousand three ish, probably. Probably out of Brazil. It's got to be yeah, fifteen years or so. He's been around a long time. Yeah, to answer your question, <laughs> I was. Oh, really? Hey, look at that, Nene. I didn't know you were still around. <laughs> Uh, uh, how about tonight, Trent? We've got a couple of games tonight. And I, I want to say, like we always do, we get your picks because I know you're going to fire. Of course. Um, Cleveland, I don't think we we didn't spend a lot of time on this. I don't know why we didn't. Uh, Cleveland, you said stole one yesterday yes, against, yes. Uh, against Toronto. I think that's an appropriate way to uh, – uh, can they pull off another heist? <laughs> well, you're hearing talk about if it goes south, do you just pull around? Get him some rest. I mean, because you'd anticipate Toronto's going to come out early, right? After mm-hmm. giving one away, home crowd, Drake running his mouth on the sidelines. Did you see that, by the way? <laughs> I mean, so is he a Toronto native? Do you yes, know? yes, he's a Canadian like yourself, right? You can you can have him on your team. Drake annoys. <laughs> I like Drake's music. I have no idea what he does. You've heard his music, have I? I? Have. I'll, I'll play some during the break. You know, oh, okay, that song, that guy. He. Annoys me to no end. Though. So is he, is he the Raptors' Spike Lee? Yes, that's what he is. But he's he's. I mean, you talk about bandwagon jumpers. He's a guy that shows up at Kentucky basketball practice. He'll show up at USC football practice, and they let him in just yeah, because he's a rapper. Because he's Drake, and everyone loves Drake. Yeah, Calipari and him are tight. Really? I'm, I'm sure those two break bread. I'd like that conversation. <laughs> the other thing. So, all right, that this might show our uh, age gap here. DeGrassi Junior High. Did you ever see that show? No. So this was a show. The both give me a give me a time frame. 80s. Oh no, I never saw it. And it was it was something that we they allowed us to watch. It was like basically after school specials, but it was a series of them. And these kids in junior high, and we got to watch them like during health class or something in, in junior high, going through whatever problem it may be. So you had a teacher in junior high that would wheel in a TV and let you watch it? Yeah, during health, like PE, we also have a portion where we did the whole health portion, and we're gonna watch this about 
Well, it was also the sex ed stuff. That was a part of the health class that in Degrassi Junior High. Well, the Canadian version, which I believe came out then in the 90s, Drake was an actor in it. Now he's a rapper. Goes from doing after school specials to becoming world famous rapper. I, I look, I, I learned the world a of couple of things about Drake today. Team. And you're going to teach me one of his tunes during the break. Apparently. I am. I absolutely am. But back to my original point Toronto, I think, comes out. And if that's the case, and it's. Pull LeBron. Pull LeBron, rest. Mm-hmm. We got our game already. Yeah, if they do. They're going to go back with a split. That's what they got, to, they got on the plane wanting to do. And speaking of. Wagering. I might take a look at the first half line in this one now that I'm thinking about it. Because you think Toronto gets out to a huge start. Because the, the numbers, the six and a half, sevens are out there, you know, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you cut it in half, yeah, I'm, I'm liking that. What do you think of a crowd when you, I don't, I'm not saying you, I'm, I'm assuming you don't watch a lot of Toronto Raptors during the regular <laughs> no, season no. and very few home games. Right. They bang that building out. Yes. Air Canada Center is full night after night. I think it's even, well, I shouldn't say this. Because I don't watch enough, but it's a loud building. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's a tr- it's a it's a hockey town first and foremost, and always will be. I mean, even if the Blue Jays win the World Series, it's you know when do the Leafs play? Right. Um, but th- 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 there's a lot of, I mean, apparently a lot of basketball fans up there. Yeah, you you hear good things about their crowd. When I think of NBA crowds, I think of Golden State, though that has become so corporate anymore. I mean, all the tech money. Mm-hmm. You go back like five years ago before they became what we know the Warriors today. That was always one that jumped out to me. Oklahoma City's got a good one. Do they? Yeah, that that's loud. It's kind of all that they have. Well, for professional sports, it yeah, is. it is. Yeah. All that they have. So that's another one. I'm trying to think of other fan Boston. Boston is the one of, of just, they're so smart. Just listen to a game and listen to the reaction I uh, heard a former NBA player, who was it, played uh, Shumpert, who played played with LeBron in the Cavs mm-hmm. for a number of years. And he said, the thing playing in Boston that's so different is you're dribbling the ball up, you're just bringing up the floor, there's no pressure or anything, but you, know, you kind of bounce it in a little high or maybe it just gets away for a moment as a guy's coming up to you. And you hear it right away on that. I mean, they are so in tune, so in line, and... Basketball uh, fan bases, they're fun, aren't they? I mean, we're, we're lucky here with what we have. Oh, I agree with you. In an, on the college scene. And you see that from time to time come out of the NBA. And then there's the crap ones like Miami. What a terrible fan base. Yeah, they, <laughs> but they had some fun, did they not? They for did. A few years? They did. That, that would have been, that was a tough ticket. But Toronto's pretty good. I bet. Pretty good, good. fan base. Good. They'll be loud tonight. They will be loud tonight. I don't think Drake will be running his mouth, though. No, but you don't give, uh, you, you don't give LeBron a chance, huh? Well, it is LeBron. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance with LeBron, yeah. right? It's uh, been the way since he's come into yeah. the league, no doubt about it. We will talk to Zubin Mahente coming up. I'm sure we'll do some NBA with Zubin. Uh, perhaps some. Uh, you know what? I'm not done talking about the NFL draft. Really? I, I love that. That was a. I look forward to that week every single year. Yeah. Every, the the buildup to it, and then when we get to Thursday, as I said, Trent, I watched. And I wasn't alone. See the numbers that were put up? Yes. I mean, massive numbers, people watching the draft. King football. How many people watched it intently for the first time because just because of broadcast TV and Fox? Excellent question. Because their numbers alone, Fox alone, weren't what ESPN had. But people are just used to flipping to, for us, 206 on direct TV, mm-hmm. and, and he just go there. But, hey, what's this? Oh, I like football, or I like college football. That just tuned in, and, and maybe it was only for 10 minutes or whatever it is, but I do wonder, I don't know how they break those numbers down, but 
how many of those people that normally don't watch the NFL draft at least were took tuned a peek in. At it. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair question. Uh, I guess one more on Tube Talk for you. Jason Witt made official. He is going to ESPN. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, official today. He's walking away from the Dallas Cowboys. So it took a week. I mean, the rumor first broke a week from, well, no, it was, it was on Friday, right? Because he did the first. Remember, he was on stage on Thursday night of the draft, throwing mm-hmm. those footballs along with Staubach and Aikman, yeah. and then the next morning told them that he's uh, going to retire and take a gig with ESPN. So that's official. Boy, they're paying him a boatload of money. Four and a half million? He's never called a game before. This is – and I, I can't think that they somehow you know snuck him into Bristol to do an audition. Maybe they did. Remember we heard about Favre and how it didn't go very well? But, but Yeah, that's true, but Favre's retired. It's true. Maybe Zubin. That's why I remember last year we got Zubin if he saw him in the cafeteria. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Maybe he, maybe he's holding back. We'll find out when he joins us next. Zubin Mahente joins the program. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday noon until 2. Talking sports with you on the Ken Miller Show 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first, but then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with custom signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now through June 2nd, spend $25 or more in-store for a chance to win $1,000 worth of print marketing services. Visit staples.com slash smbweek for details and official rules. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 or older. Mom has her own special place in your heart, and Mother's Day is the perfect time to find the Pandora gifts that celebrate everything she is at Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry. Let Jared's experts help you mix and match to create the perfect gift for mom. And right now, you can get a free Jared-exclusive Pandora piece or jewelry case with your Pandora purchase of $125 or more. Exclusive gifts from Pandora. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See store and jared.com for details. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan and myself taking you until 2 o'clock as we do every Monday through Friday. We will talk to Kevin Gorg, Fox Sports North at one fifteen. Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report at about one let Let's get Zubin Mahente in here as we go around the world of sports with Zubin. Zubin, Trent and Ken, how's things? Oh, really well, guys. Obviously a little busy day here at ESPN on the Monday night front, getting ready for LeBron again. So uh, no lack of things to talk about at this time of year as always. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll tell you, Zubin, I'll be honest, game one surprised me uh, that they were able. Trent's, uh, Trent's uh, said that they stole one. I think he's 100% right uh, that uh, they marched into Toronto, the Air Canada Centre, and they're going back on the airplane to Cleveland with at least a split. Good for them. No question. I mean, I think this is just another example of just, I think in the moment we're still not appreciating LeBron, even after all these years of all of us watching together in the rise, 
he had a triple double in game one and everybody came out and said how poorly he played. You know, I mean, this is just kind of the place where we are with him. And if you're not with the Raptors, you look at, you just say this, you know, the Celtics didn't have Kyrie since about April. Gordon Hayward missed 81 games in three quarters of the 82nd game. You're the Raptors. You won the most games you've ever won in the history of the franchise. You won 34 games at home. You played all season for the home court. The Cavs might be detrimentally weakened if LeBron leaves. Even with LeBron there, they're the four seed. You never know what you're going to get from a night-to-night basis. So if you're the Raptors and Masai Ujiri, and they're incredible fans, and, man, they have some great fans, you're in a situation where your two biggest challengers are severely weakened now. Are you really going to be better than the Celtics when they have Kyrie and Gordon Hayward healthy and that guy on the bench? that's running that team, you've got the Celtics in a severely weakened spot. The Cavs might be a shell of themselves at this time next year if there's no LeBron. Mm-hmm. But even with LeBron, they're scraping by the Indiana Pacers. With all due respect, Indiana was a, a much better team than people expected. But to me, with the Raptors, it's simply this. Now or never. This is the opportunity. You've got the home court. You've earned it. You've lost it. But your two biggest rivals are probably about as weak as they're going to be in quite some time. If you can't capitalize now and make your first foray into the NBA Finals in franchise history... I'm not sure when it's ever going to happen. You mentioned Brad Stevens, and I, I've heard some complaining about uh, Scott Brooks after the first round in Washington. The difference that he makes $7 million a year. So why is it that we just have a going rate for coaches, and it doesn't matter NFL, NBA, NBA right now, it's $7, 8000000 million. Why isn't there somebody that says, Brad Stevens, I'm seeing what you can do. I'm going to pay you $30 million a year because the difference between you and everybody else is actually that great, or Belichick in the NFL, whatever it is, why do we never see an owner go out and say, the heck with it, I'm getting the best coach, and I'm going to pay him well, what I believe is a true market value? Because it's still a player's league. Um, Mike D'Antoni suddenly couldn't coach because yeah, when it was true. him against Carmelo, <laughs> yeah. it's Carmelo. And now who's in the Capert seat? Mike D'Antoni or Carmelo Anthony? So it's just a matter of when the usual head butts, the player wins. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if James Harden or Chris Paul would butt heads with Mike D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni would probably find himself the same where he was with Carmelo Anthony. So I think a lot of times if it's player coach, it's player's league, and the player wins. Um, and that's just a stark, stark example of it. But the bottom line of the guy like Stevens, here's an experiment for you. And we were discussing this the other day. I think this is fascinating. Let's just say we had an NBA expansion draft. But let's just open everybody in the NBA up, right? Everybody, all players, rookies, second-year guys, vets, GMs, coaches. Everybody that is associated and employed by an NBA team is available. I think 95% of people, when they would do a draft in the first 20 picks, would be players. But I think 5% of people would stop, step back, and somebody would draft like Brad Stevens, who can't score a point for you Mm -hmm. in the top 10. He's getting played at a semi-Ojale, okay? This guy played his Southern method. Terry Rozier, good college player, not a tremendous college player. Al Horford is playing the best basketball of his career. He's always been a pretty good talent. So I just think you look at this, Aaron Baines, I mean, they're just getting production out of guys that nobody else can get production out of. And again, they won, I think, 55 games this year. And for the majority of it, didn't have Hayward. And for a good portion of it, didn't have Irving. So um, I think the best is yet to come. I think he's brilliant. I do think the Sixers are going to show a lot of life. It was a little disappointing to see them on six days of rest play like that, but I definitely believe this is a real series. Um, and much like game one of the Toronto series, I don't think you got the best shot of either team in game one. I expect Toronto to bounce back, and I don't think Philly is going to be limp or get swept or anything. 
I think they will come to play and make it a real series. Yeah, I like uh, Philadelphia's coach Brown too. He's he's really good. So, but I I think that you know if you remove the uh, the guys that have won championships, and Trent and I talked about this earlier in the week regarding Brad Stevens. I think he's the heir apparent. To, you remember when talk, people talked about Phil Jackson is unequivocally the best coach in the game, and sure he had players, etc. And then that guy right now is Popovich, and there's Steve Kerr gets a lot of uh, would get a lot of votes in this just because he seems so down to earth and such a good guy. Brad Stevens is the heir apparent as the you know the unofficial title as the league's best coach. Let me give you two quick examples. One, I'm going to localize the Ken Miller show, but let me give you a quick example here. One, um, this is this is just straight. Greg Popovich says. I look at Brad Stevens out of bounds plays. Now, a lot of people say that for Hoiberg, too, but Hoiberg's reputation is not usually that of Brad Stevens. So when Greg Popovich is talking to you off like that, that's a big thing. Second thing is this. We were doing a story. I am desperately trying to get ESPN to do a story. I've been pushing it last night. I was pushing it today. And my usual annoying self, I'll push it when I get in today again. But I want to do a story called I Hired Brad Stevens. And it's basically about every single person that has sucked their neck out to hire Brad Stevens. He was a marketing associate at Eli Lilly. And then he was a volunteer coach for Sad Mata. And then he became a director of basketball operations for $18,000. And the guy, and you can look this up, the guy that Brad Stevens credits the most for where he is, you ready? Todd Licklider. Wow. Todd Licklider made him a full-time assistant. Sad Mata got in, and he was volunteer. Then he was the director of ops. Rick Leiter came in, obviously, to replace Mata and made Stevens a full-time assistant. Then the Brandon Miller thing happened, and then obviously Stevens to two title games. And there was even some level of skepticism about whether Brad should work in the NBA because he'd never coached an NBA game, even though most people thought it was now standing higher because of his temperament and the Celtics needed to rebuild. But if you go back and look it up, just simply Google, like, Brad Stevens and... Um, Todd Licklider, and you will see Brad Stevens, who's probably one of the most generous guys in basketball, even killed as they come, say, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Todd Licklider. You said that name too many times. He's going to appear in a mirror, and every Hawkeye fan's going to die. I, I can't even <laughs> say that word. I, I, I can't say it today, Zubin. It's so interesting, though. These playoffs, though, is it inevitable? Are we just on, on our way, even though you know New Orleans gave a good run in game two? Is just Golden State's going to win this thing? Hard to say when they're at full strength, who's better? Because I think, you know, for all the comments, again, this kind of goes back to our Brad Stevens discussion, for all the comments that Barkley made about Draymond Green, I absolutely believe most teams and players feel the same way about him, as indispensable as they come. This guy was a second-round pick. This guy was a defensive player of the year. This guy can make max money averaging barely double digits because he literally does everything else so well. And so when you talk about the return of Steph hitting his first shot, and you talk about KD providing the oomph they need, you talk about Clay quietly playing about as well as he had, even though all three of those guys I just mentioned, including Draymond, were injured. They were 7-10 in their last 17 games, which goes to show you that doesn't mean anything, the end of the season. Sixers won 16 in a row. The Warriors were 7-10. I think I'm still siding with the Warriors there. And I think the biggest thing for Kerr, is how much he's grown. He doesn't get the credit for Brad Stevens, but, you know, Quinn Cook is playing a lot of basketball when Steph Curry was injured. They're moving a lot of pieces around, too. So I just tend to believe they're in a situation where they don't have the home court, 
but the team that has the home court last night proved they are not infallible on their home court. So I like Golden State in this situation just because, to me, as crazy as the injuries sound, and you always got to be worried about Steph's knee and his ankle, it's been a recurring problem this year. The other night he played for the first time in five weeks. I think it also goes to show that they're a little bit rested, hungry, and ready. Um, if I'm Coach Kerr, the only thing I'm worried about in that 7-10 and 10 stretch, they lost the game to the Jazz by like 40 points in that stretch, is that at times they don't seem motivated, which is a little concerning if you're a coach. But it is the regular season. You've won two out of the last three titles. You've played in the last three NBA finals. I get you're not motivated for the final 17 games of the regular season when your seat is essentially locked in. But motivation is still a hunger problem because we're in the NBA playoffs. I think Kerr's biggest problem, how do I motivate these guys? Remember early in the season he had the, the guys like coach themselves against the Suns? I feel like he was trying everything. Now that motivation stuff is gone. His biggest concern has been lifted because now it's the playoffs and getting guys to buy in and incentivizing guys and motivating and encouraging guys is no longer an issue. So I agree with you, Chad. Uh, let's switch gears, Zuba. Let's go to the NFL in particular. Last weekend's NFL draft. Are you guys surprised at uh, at ESPN that the number of people that just can't have their insatiable appetite for football quenched? I guess um, Zuba. More people are watching the draft than ever before. Apparently, this number hasn't peaked yet. Uh, does that surprise people? Just how popular uh, this event continues to be. I would say it doesn't surprise people because there's very few things that can last three days that can get a year's worth of chatter, right? College basketball is a three-week tournament, and it generates about four weeks of talk, right? I mean, it's Selection Sunday through the tournament. The NFL draft is not three weeks. It's three days, and it generates 365 days of content. We were doing a segment with Mel and Todd on Monday, and you could just see how excited they were two days removed from the 256th and final pick, Trey Quinn. And I feel like a lot of our viewers are like them. Um, I also think there was a couple of other factors. You had a couple of really big markets picking super high. It looks great on television, the draft town thing. I'm not saying if it wasn't in New York, the ratings wouldn't have been high, but Philadelphia, Chicago, and Dallas have done a great job in making it look like a TV product. It's more important than ever. How does it look on TV? If I can't be there, at least on TV, I can feel like I'm there because our experience is so good now. And the quarterback story. I think that is a huge issue. Next year, if it's like Drew Locke and a couple of other guys, like, I don't know. I'm not saying the ratings would be down, but you're talking about four quarterbacks all picked in the top ten for the first time in the NFL's common draft era. And you had a lot of polarizing guys, a lot of interesting guys. And so I just think the mix of things, the the locale, the atmosphere, the quarterbacks, and this has to be said, this is the one thing the NFL is involved with right now that is controversy-free. You don't have to worry about anybody going to a podium, unless you're David Akers, right? You don't have to worry about anybody going to a podium or doing or saying something that would upset or energize people in a positive or negative way. This just seems like this event is somewhat done in a bubble where the NFL's larger, bigger problems can be solved on another day, but not taking away from a great young man's night, whether it's Shazier, whether it's Mayfield, those kids have their day. And tomorrow we're back at each other's throats about why this guy's not in the league and why we aren't as healthy as possible and why we need more guaranteed contracts. All that stuff can happen on Monday, Thursday through Saturday. You can even pick it up on Sunday. 
But Thursday through Saturday, let us just have football. And I think everyone, from the players to the owners to the teams to the fans, has said, let that be our sanctuary. And you don't have to worry about anything if you watch this, other than seeing your team make a terrible pick or make a great pick and watch the emotion, the phones ring, the war room, all the other stuff that the NFL is simultaneously dealing with for a moment is pushed to the side. And I, I can't think of, I cannot underestimate how big I think that is with other people. We're not mixing anything. It's purely football. And I think for a lot of people, for a small amount of time, that's a record. So uh, Todd McShay has come out already with his uh, mock for the first round way too early for next year. He's mentioned in the past he hates to do it, but hey, people click on it. People want to read about what's happening next season. And he's got Noah Fant, the Hawkeye tight end, at number 12. A lot of buildup for the Hawkeye junior this year. And, and it seems like we're evolving to a point, a lot of these upper echelon talents, a lot more juniors coming out early than in the past. It, it, am I just looking at this anecdotally, or, or am I onto something here? No, I think if you take a look at the quarterbacks, with the exception of you know Mayfield to a degree, and even he kind of went back, got a waiver, so mm-hmm. even he was a unique circumstance. I think what's ending up happening, especially at the high-profile positions, and obviously it's somebody like Fant's a little bit different, but I think you look at it, and to be honest with you, I really believe um, – Guys are just tired of being picked apart. Jake Locker, I mean, there's a great story about him in Sports Illustrated. He just lost his passion for football. But he came back for one more year, and he could have been the first overall pick, and he dropped. Same deal for Matt Leinert. I just think there's just too many guys that just do not want to be subjugated to this level of criticism and critique, um, especially if you come back to try to win a huge bowl game or you try to come back and, win the college football playoff. Or it's just, these things, unfortunately, don't happen. Guys that always come back to say, I wanted to do this or I wanted to do that, the odds are just never really in your favor. I think we saw that with an Iowa cornerback of recent historical past. You know, you, you, you come out, you come back, and it just doesn't work out for you. Um, but it's one of those things where you just look at it, and I just think guys are like, if I'm ready, I'm ready. Remember, Sam Darnold is 20 years old. He's 20. You know, this isn't like three years removed from high school. I'm 21. My body's in shape. I mean, this is a 20-year-old guy picked third overall to go to one of the toughest media centers in the country. And I think at the end of the day, it's like anything in life. If your inevitable goal is to be in the NFL, just go there. I mean, why delay it for a year? Why risk injury, criticism, uh, a stunting of your game, playing with lesser teammates? Anything in life. If you know you're eventually going to be somewhere – you might as well start getting yourself on the track to being there. And if you're in college, you might as well start getting there while being a millionaire. So I think a lot of it just goes down to people are tired of the criticism and they just sort of feel like if I'm going to get ready, there's no such thing as getting there early. How many of these guys do we see skip their final quarter or semester or whatever you call it, wherever you live, about high school to enroll early in college so they can take part in spring practice and be Mm -hmm. up to speed to try to win the job in the summer of their freshman year, it's no different than going to the NFL early. If you're going to get to college early from high school, why would I side somebody from going to the NFL early from college? Hmm. So when we have uh, 90 seconds left, uh, Boston, the Red Sox and the Yankees are apparently going to play uh, in the U.K. in the middle of the season next year, late June. They're going across the pond. We've seen them go to Asia in the past. We know the NFL's in uh, in London a lot. Uh, the NHL goes uh, to Europe uh, to begin the season, a couple of teams. This is, uh, this is new. Red Sox-Yankees 
in London. Your thoughts in 90 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I think the John Henry situation has a lot to do with it. I do think, you know, cross-American ownership in these sports, while once reviled, in the soccer community like Glazer and Conkey, I think it's becoming a little bit more accepted. The second thing I would say is the reason I like this, and believe me, I'd probably rather watch an NFL game in London than these two baseball teams in London, probably. But I think the thing that really has made this one special, and I don't understand what the NFL can do, they're in a tough pickle, but I think what baseball did is they just said, listen, even if the Yankees and Red Sox slump a little bit next year, this is the best rivalry in our sport. These are the two biggest fan bases in the minds of many, not always, and Cubs fans are out there, I get it. But I think there's a lot of people that believe this is baseball's premier rivalry. So we're trying to introduce this to a brand new group of viewers, brand new people to baseball, a demographic that is totally untapped and might like what they see, much like soccer, just sort of deliberate. And while we find it boring, let's bring the Yankees and the Red Sox over. The NFL's problem is oftentimes you'll go to the London game and one of the teams is a total disaster. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't bring the sport to its greatest apex because the Chargers are playing the Pats and the Chargers can't win games and the Pats are the Pats. Or prior to this year, the Jags are the Jags and you don't know what you're going to get from them. I think Buffalo and like Baltimore went over. It was like a 40-point game or something like that earlier this year. So baseball's doing it right. Let's just get our two best teams with our two biggest franchises and play, unlike the other sports, we sort of have to like bend and win and beg the other teams to go over there and promise them a gate or promise them this on the back end because they're giving up a home game. I think baseball's doing it right. Get our A-list people out there, unlike the other sports, um, and let's absolutely ride and die with these two teams. I think the other sports could actually learn a lesson and say, for the good of the league, Seattle, New England, Green Bay, Philly, Denver, you got to go over there. Uh, they don't do that. They make all these other teams go, whereas baseball's saying, you guys are the Yankees and the Red Sox. We need you. You have the responsibility to be there. To me, it makes common sense, and I don't know why the other sports don't employ sending their mega teams over there. Good stuff, Zubin. We will talk to you next week. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you, Zubin Mehete, ESPN. Quick timeout. We're going to head to Vegas. Jason Symbol inside the numbers next. Trent and I here until 2, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Variety, the children's charity, is proud to announce that it is one of eight finalists and the only one in Iowa for the fourth annual Jerry Roundhouse Building Community Award. The award winner will receive a $65,000 grant from Opus Foundation. Variety is seeking community support, encouraging all Iowans to vote Variety. Voting can be done by going to opusfoundation.com and is restricted to once per device now through May the 4th. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. 
Staples can help your business stand out with custom signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now through June 2nd, spend $25 or more in-store for a chance to win $1,000 worth of print marketing services. Visit staples.com slash smbweek for details and official rules. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 or older. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Avenue Clock Tower Square West Des Moines is back. 10,000 square feet packed with all the great golf brands. Fajoy, TaylorMade, Titleist, Ping, Callaway, Cobra, and more. Golf Headquarters' five-star Google review says it all. Golf Headquarters certified club fitters use launch monitors to determine what golf club and shaft works best for your swing. Golf Headquarters has the largest selection of golf shoe sizes, ranging from 7 to 15. All the new men's and ladies' apparel from Fajoy, Nike, Adidas, and Puma. Golf Headquarters' Clock Tower Square anniversary sale. Titleist Pro V1 reloads now $19.99 a dozen. Fajoy Superlights Golf Shoe, $59.99 on closeout. And TaylorMade Aero Burner Driver for $169.99. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Clock Tower Square. 10,000 square feet of all the great brands of golf clothing. Stop by Golf Headquarters today or go to GolfHQDM.com for your custom fitting. Golf Headquarters. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Help support children at risk right here in your community by buying a ticket to the Cinco de Mayo-themed Wild About the Child Shindig on Saturday, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the gorgeous Stein Barn in West Des Moines. All proceeds go to children who attend Wildwood Hills Ranch. Buy your ticket today at bidpal.net backslash WHR Shindig. That's bidpal.net backslash WHR Shindig and join us in our mission of transforming lives. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. 
segment of the first hour of the program. Trent and I are here until 2. Let's go to the desert, shall we? Uh, inside the numbers, Jason Symbol, CG Technology, CG Technology at the Venetian Palazzo, the Cosmo, the Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock and headquartered out of the M. Jason, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, a lot of ground to cover with you and only about six minutes to do so, so let's get right into it. The draft last week is uh, come and gone. Did any of the draft picks cause you guys to readjust uh, season win totals, etc. And I mean, I anticipate that that would be all quarterback predicated. Did the draft cause you to move anything? The, the draft didn't, but interestingly enough, we did put out our season win totals the day before the draft, and people made some plays there. So we have moved a few of the teams, but it was because of betting action, not necessarily the draft. However, maybe in people's perceptions, the, the reason they bet was because of the draft. Jason, a lot of liability yet on any of those NFL props that you had up there? Anything that that the pros were hammering? I will tell you, the one team that they really, really are bullish on this year, they think this team has a chance, is the Los Angeles Chargers. To give you guys an example, their season win total opened at 8. It is now up to 9. That's a full game. And the biggest move that we had on them was actually to make the playoffs. The the, uh, Los Angeles Chargers' odds to make the playoffs the no was the favorite at minus 165. The yes is now the favorite. Mm. We'll think a char- big year for the Chargers in people's minds. Yeah, that, that is a, a significant move, Jason. Similar as our guest. Jason, I know that CG did not offer any draft props per se. Uh, you didn't, did you? Yeah, we did, we did some draft props. Uh, did you head-to-head? We did a couple head-to-heads, yep. Did that, how did that work out? Um, and is, is that something? Because I know that there was uh, apparently the betters did very well. Yeah, the betters did very well. So we had, remember, when we put these props up, there were, it was kind of before the rumors really, really got heavy. So when we originally put these props up, the scuttlebutt was that the Giants were taking a quarterback. And, and, as it, and so we had, like, for example, Saquon Barkley versus Josh Rosen was one of the props where we really got killed on because when we put that prop up, everybody figured Donald Rosen won two. Uh, and what ended up happening as you got further along, you realized that the Giants were going Barkley, not a quarterback. And Barkley went from an underdog, and he ended up like a minus 350 favorite in that prop bet. So we did get beaten up on those a bit. Hoops, uh, I saw some series prices out there after game one. Do you guys still have Toronto in a series price, a favorite over Cleveland? Uh, they, they are a slight favorite over Cleveland. You have to, you know, you have to, um, you have to, uh, not a slight favorite. I think it's about even. I'm pulling up the, actually the current price now. But you have to remember that they still do have, um, you know, they are seven seven point favorite at home in these home games. Uh, and then on the road, you figure that the game will be about a pick. Um, so when you kind of do all that math, you end up with Toronto still as the favorite. Mm. I got to think, Jason, that so far, the play, this round of the playoffs have been, I would think, good, right? Utah covering last night, Cleveland ups, or maybe Cleveland is such a public team yeah. uh, beating the Raptors. How have the playoffs gone in the second round for you guys? So far, so good for the playoffs. I mean, even though we had, uh, even you know, the Cavs actually winning game one was quite good for us because they were the dog. Uh, we got the dog home last night. Um, the uh, the Pelicans covered game uh, their game two against the uh, Warriors. So the dogs have been covering, uh, and that's been good for us. Tonight, what can I get a first-half wager on the Toronto Raptors? I think they come out guns a-blazing. I told Ken that earlier. First-half wager on the Raptors. What do you guys have for a price? Toronto Raptors first half. If you like that, you got to bet minus four, but you have to lay minus one fifteen. So a pretty steep price. A lot of wow. people are sharing that sentiment. It seems. 
You like that trench. Your eyes just lit up. Well, four and a half. I thought I'd get maybe three and a half. Not so much. I guess not. Uh, The San Jose Sharks may look after the uh, the heavy liability that all the properties have on the Golden Knights. And if it's not them, uh, the Winnipeg Jets, I think, will be making you guys very happy Um, if, if they get past Nashville. Las Vegas Golden Knights, tons of liability. The the water's getting deeper, Jason Symbol. It is, and look, every time, what's, what's interesting is um, every time the Knights lose a game, their future odds have to get adjusted, and we take more action on them. So, so you figure they, lo- they lose here in game four, so, you know, they're obviously, we have to move the price accordingly, and people bet them because the price just moved. So every day that they lose, they bet them, and every day that they win, they bet them anyway because they love them. So we certainly have a growing red number on the, uh, on the Golden Knights. However, what it has done is it has really, really increased our overall betting action on these hockey playoffs to a point that I've never seen before. Well, and that was going to be my question. So it's more than just the Golden Knight games that are drawing betters. Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking tonight. I mean, we've already got really good action on Caps-Penguins, and, and that's never something I would normally say this early in the day on a, on a hockey playoff game. Who, who are the pros betting in the, in the late game, Nashville and the Jets? Uh, not the, uh, so the early action so far on Nashville, but very very small. Nothing really to, to look to uh, look too deep into. Baseball will let you go on this, Jason. Uh, a look. Clayton Kershaw loses. Well, the Dodgers lose a start again. You guys have to just be raking it in. Kershaw, the the money that you have to lay on that. I figure that's got to be good. And the Dodgers as a whole being bad. Has that been a good start for you guys, at least in terms of baseball and the Dodgers? Yeah, a couple things that have been good for us for so far in the baseball season is the Dodgers' struggles have been certainly good for us, and the Washington Nationals' struggles mm. have been quite good for us either. The Nationals, I think, have lost more games as a favorite than the Dodgers have um, mm. this year. Um, you know, so so they certainly have been really good for us. However, on the contrary, Yankees, Red Sox, if they're going to be this this good this season, it's going to could end up being a long one for us. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, Jason. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Jason Symbol. Thanks, Jason Symbol, CG Technology. As we go inside the numbers, full disclosure, that is the company that I also work for, best based in uh, in Las Vegas. We'll come back to 1 o'clock hour. Coming up next, Kevin Gorg, Fox Sports North. Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. At Dell, we know running a small business takes hard work. As a thank you, for all of Small Business Month, we're offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th Gen Intel Core processors and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Special financing available to qualified business customers when using Dell Business Credit. Go to dell.com slash promos for details. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with custom signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now through June 2nd, spend $25 or more in-store for a chance to win $1,000 worth of print marketing.